Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Well, we have a lot of stuff going on. So I guess I guess the big news is because I'm just tired of answering messages, Daryl. It's live. It's live. <laughs> the, the audio of Selling from the Heart is actually live. So I can't believe it, you know, after you poked and prodded me for what, a year? Yeah, here we are. We're finally here. We've got the Audible version of Selling from the Heart. You can find it on audible.com. And if you don't want to go through the pain, suffering, and incredibly hard work of turning pages, you can have Larry read Selling from the Heart to you while you drive around in what Tom Hopkins calls the mobile university, right? So (laughs) it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited about this, Larry, because I know it's going to um, just expand the reach of Selling from the Heart and the community of sales professionals that's that's growing around this. And by the way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And uh, Larry, uh, just a shout out to our good friends at Send Out Cards. I actually uh, got some cards today this week, or over this week from some folks And uh, it just makes me smile. I love going to the mailbox now. I used to hate going to the mailbox because all I found (laughs) was bills and junk mail. But now uh, inside our our community of people that are reaching out, touching someone, saying hi, I'm actually getting mail that I want to read, which is uh, actually pretty magical if you think about today's world and getting through the clutter. I tell you what, I I actually got three send out cards in the mail yesterday. Uh You know what was totally cool about it? is one was to me and two were to my wife. So I kind of got jealous that she got more cards (laughs) than I did. But but here's what was really cool about it. And and people think sometimes it's a little bit creepy, but I ask them to look beyond this is the whole power behind the tangible touch and building those relationships. Mm -hmm. Is I was at a couple hockey games last week and sure enough what shows up in the mail are pictures of my wife and I at the hockey game because we had thrown them on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> and, Brilliant. you know, it brings back the memories of where my wife and I were at. So for all of our listeners out, really think about how you can leverage the power of a card to stay top of mind and say hello. Yeah. And I would so encourage even if it's just, you know what I was just thinking about. Yeah, yeah that's that's great, Larry. And I would encourage everybody to go to cards.sellingfromtheheart.net. Try it out. The first one's on us. But, you know, this is a great transition to our conversation today. We're going to have a fantastic discussion about authentic networking. So, Larry, why don't you introduce our friend and let's dive in. I can't wait. So, uh, before I introduce Lisa Patrick, I'm going to give a shout out to Christine Schlonsky because I was on her podcast, Heart Sells. And it's a great podcast. I highly suggest everybody listening to it. It's so aligned with Selling from the Heart that... Um, what, what, it was probably not even a couple months ago, and I started seeing some of, Pat, some of Christine's past podcast guests and some of the stuff she was doing, and up pops Lisa Patrick's name, and 
you know, did what most people would do if they're looking to see who's who is I went to her social profiles. And before you know it, Lisa and I are on a phone conversation. And then before you know it, Lisa Patrick's now coming on the Selling from the Heart podcast. So it's going to be really interesting to talk about how it, when you bring your best self forward, what starts to happen. So without, without further ado, Lisa Patrick, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Thanks, guys. This is amazing to be here. And you're absolutely right. You know, you are your network. And, uh, you know, if it wouldn't have been for Christine, eventually, I'm sure our paths would have absolutely <laughs> crossed because it's just, it's just that's the karma and that's the way the business and life goes. Right. But uh, yeah. So thank you, Christine. Oh, it's so good. And uh, I am thrilled to have a fellow Canadian on the podcast today. <laughs> okay, so y'all, so, you guys can't gang up on me, right? I, well, we're totally up. ganging up on you, Larry. But Lisa, you know the question that all of our guests get. I'm really looking forward to your take on the question. What does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Well, you know what? Selling from the heart means that your actions follow your beliefs and that you're doing right by the other person every single time and that you're creating a win-win-win. And if it isn't a win-win-win, and I don't say a win-win what two ways, I say a win-win-win three ways because in my world, it's all about creating opportunities for people. And so if it's not a win for both of us plus the, plus the end consumer or the buyer, then what is the point? Really, truly, what is the point? Yeah, you know, and, and thanks for sharing, because you know what I liked about what you just said is in the very beginning, you said your actions match your beliefs. So if we peel that back even more, and just the way I know how to say it is, I always share with people, you got to walk, talk and act, live and breathe this stuff. Because to me, you know, selling from the heart and being heart centered is not something you just flip on and off. It's way too difficult and it winds up screwing with your head. Yeah. Well, and I think nowadays people are afraid to be transparent and, and it's not about authenticity as much as it is about transparency. And so we're all human. We all make mistakes and it's being accountable to the mistakes that we make and moving forward. And how do we react after we make those mistakes? That's part of the selling cycle as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, it's, we always want to try to make this big show of, Oh, you know, it's the white picket fence, but that's not reality. That's not the real world. You know, not everything is perfect all the time. Yeah. You, you mean the social white picket fence doesn't really exist? <laughs> well, <laughs> That's who you talk to. <laughs> you know, God knows I, I've made enough mistakes and, and I'm looking forward to all the rest of them that I'm going to make because really that's where we learn. That's where we genuinely, authentically become who we are and how we genuinely can help is by learning and yeah. by making mistakes and by figuring out how to move forward. And that is part of the selling cycle. That's so good. And, you know, yeah, it just reminds me of yesterday, we were preparing for uh, a session, we we're getting ready to deliver to a pharmaceutical sales team. And um, I, we were just going back and refreshing our data about trust, and the trust barometer and Edelman's research around that. And I mean, I think we all know that trust is at an all time low and dropping, right? And this this is a real challenge, uh, obviously, for all of us in the sales profession, because we need trust to be able to move forward. And, uh, you know, our topic today, talking about authentic networking, is, um, is I think, really a very huge um, step towards building trust in terms of starting the relationship in an authentic way. 
But uh, I, as we get started, I just want to throw this out to everyone. What does inauthentic networking look like? That, you know what, that's pretty interesting because I, I would say, I'm just going to keep it simple. Most of what's out there, and I'll challenge people on this, is inauthentic. They may think it's authentic, but where are they coming from with it? Are they coming from a place of truly wanting to help? Or are they just saying the things that they think is going to get somebody to bite on the other end? So, you know, that being said, I think there's more inauthentic behavior that's disguised as authentic than there is true authentic behavior. I would agree. And I think, you know what, authenticity isn't something that just happens like that. Authenticity is where you build a relationship with somebody, you make a connection, you make a profitable business relationship long-term. And through the action and the sequence of your actions, that's where your authenticity will shine. Yeah, but here, here, here's what here's what I really want people to think about is this whole because we hear these words all the time, whether that be authentic or whether that be value or whether that be I'm doing what's in the best interest of the customer. Are you really? And I always say, and I'm not saying this to to rain on anyone's parade or papuia or anything like that. I'm just saying, hey, listen, in order to really be authentic, we got to take a step inward, and that's why I wrote selling from the heart the way I did. Is I'm asking people. If you really, really, really want to be authentic, then you got to be able to do the hard work and the hard work starts inside of who you are. Because when you can bring the best version of yourself to the market, people sense it, right? People smell it. And I always say people smell sincerity instantaneously. Well, they smell this even in a world where we're, we can connect to somebody. And prior to us hopping on this podcast, we were talking about how easy it is to connect with people but yet how difficult it is to truly connect. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, asking, I'm just asking people, you know, in the world that we live in today, we just got to stop hiding and it's okay. Just bring the best version of yourself forward and don't worry about it. You know, Larry, that's true. But I think a lot of people don't know who they are. And so for them to be genuine through a sales cycle, mm-hmm. they come off and they might be really great, nice people and, and really in the heart be authentic about the sale. But the problem is, is they don't really know who they are. So it makes it very difficult for them within the sales cycle, within business in general, to be authentic because Mm -hmm. they don't know what's the path to that. How do we get from A to Z? How do we make those? It's easy, like you said, to make a connection, super easy. You know what? Mm -hmm. Click of a button nowadays with social media, no problem. But it's a lot more difficult to actually make a connection long term and actually connect to somebody on that level and i think you know it starts with self-awareness who are you you know and i'm you know currently right now partnered with the the famous dr tony alessandra and we're you know going really hard and fast in the market about you know who are you what what Mm -hmm. what is your personality style and if you figure out what your personality style i think you can make a connection with somebody a lot quicker by actually determining who you are and then how to practice the platinum rule not Mm -hmm. not the golden rule the platinum rule treat others how they'd like to be treated because i might like to be treated in a very certain way. I'm an action person. I'm a direct person. But that doesn't mean the other person on the other side of the table is an action and a direct person. They might be very nurturing and need knowledge and, and you know, they're an idea generator, but our languages don't connect. 
And so I think you're right. You have to start with who are you at, at the ultimate core to make mm-hmm. that connection. But, but here's, the, here's the thing is, why do you think people are so afraid of really pulling back the covers? I think because we're socially, we've been told, you know, here's the white picket fence. Don't be who you, you know, don't show anybody, you know, JLo, here's a prime, look at how she's getting hammered on social media. You know, there's good and there's bad. Here's this 50 year old vibrant woman who's dressed beautiful, dancing on a pole and people are hammering her on social media. I'm thinking you go girl, because if you could do it at 50, you're going to do it at 70. <laughs> Super Bowl 75. Here we come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, no but you know what? It takes hard work. And I yeah. think, Larry, truly, I think people are afraid to be authentic or they're not authentic because it takes a lot of work to be genuinely who you are and be consistently that person each and mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. That journey of self discovery, I think, is so important. And I know. You know, when I started in sales 25 plus uh, years ago, um, back in the back in the dark ages of fax machines and and pay phones, it, I think, especially as a young, you know, I, I started in my early 20s. I, number one, I didn't really even know who I was. And number two, I kind of embraced sales as my identity. So I put on the suit, I put on the corporate uniform, I had the memorize those speeches I had everything down and, and I think um, really I was taught and expected um, to embrace this persona. It, it wasn't really who I was. Um, you know, I kind of liked it, but it wasn't me. And I felt like there, you know, it was almost like I was coached to put a firewall in between my personal life and who I was and, you know, this corporate uh, persona or as Larry would like to call it, the empty suit, Right. Um, and I think when we get in sales, there's so much pressure um, in some in some companies to conform to the expectation of what you're supposed to be, that if you're not careful, you lose yourself inside that. And when you lose yourself, you lose your ability to authentically connect with other people. And thus, you lose your competitive edge. I would agree. Absolutely. The other thing too is, is there's a big difference between a transactional salesperson and a relationship driven salesperson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not too long ago, somebody once told me that, you know, I needed some sales training and, and some help and some coaching and some guidance around sales. And this particular person is more transactional based than they were being relationship based. I'm a relationship person. I'm not a transactional person. I can't fit that transactional mode. I genuinely and authentically have to look at what is the win-win-win and Mm -hmm. move it along down the cycle. And I don't have, and those types of sales do not happen overnight. You've got to build trust. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, Lisa. And I'm a I'm a bit of a disc junkie and personality profile guy, and awesome. uh, I went through Dr. Alessandro's training in the late '90s. So I've been a Platinum Rule fan. But yeah. it's interesting when when I think about authenticity, and here's here's the parallel. Um, I think authenticity is a two sided coin. We have to have authentic relationship. So there's that sincerity. We also have to be able to add authentic value. So there's yeah. got to be some substance. And it's interesting when you look across the quadrants of personality profile, you know, there are some people that lean a little more towards the relational side 
that, you know, that relational authenticity. There's some other people, you know, the eyes in particular that would say, give me some substance. And I think authenticity, um, is both. I think we've got to come to the table with gen- real relationship. We also have to come to the table with real value. And both of those things take a lot of behind the scenes work to make sure we can bring the goods to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And like Larry said, you know, it's all about self-awareness. Yeah. And more importantly, who's the person sitting beside you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and taking it one step farther, you know, on this whole relational thing and relationships is this is where I think a lot of people in the in the sales world, they misinterpret what relationships are. So when you say, hey, relationships matter, people start conjuring up in their head exactly what is this, right? And I'm not saying, and, and I'll use me as an example. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was in, I mean, obviously I'm still in sales, but in a different capacity. But when I was in the field, I could probably count on one hand how many times I actually took somebody to lunch or to an event or something like that as a part of building a relationship. And mentally, I'd always tell myself, you know what, you're going to do business with me because of what I bring to the table in our relationship that this stuff, this, this doesn't matter. You either get to know the real me and I get to know the real you without the facades and all the flair around it, or we're going to have a hard time doing business together. And that's what I really want people to think about is you got to genuinely be able to connect and build a relationship with somebody based on what you bring and what they bring to the table, less everything else. Yeah, absolutely. I talk a lot about like opportunities and looking beyond the obvious, you know, for the adjacent possibilities to create new opportunities and not everybody can see beyond the obvious, but you can see and help define what the value is for each other, regardless if you can see beyond the obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You know, going back and just thinking about the the platinum rule and communicating with people in the way they want to be communicated with. I just was uh, reflecting on my day yesterday and I took a friend to lunch. And so I communicated, you know, with that friend one way I took my mom to dinner. Uh, we had a great conversation. I communicated with my mom a little bit differently than I did with my friend. I love my mom. And, um, you know, but there's, there's different personality profiles and different relational dynamics there. And both of those interactions were genuine. Um, but I think one of the things that it it really is, um, not only smart, but courteous, um, to really work, to pay attention, to understand that other person that's on the other side of the desk or on the other side of the social network that you're communicating across um, to, to make an effort to be genuine, but, but genuinely care to communicate in the style that, that is meaningful to them. I would 100% agree, Daryl. You know, it was interesting. Somebody once told me not too long ago that I'm not changing who I am just because of the person <laughs> that's on the other side. And I, and I you know, said, to him, listen, you don't have to change who you are. All you have to do is change the way that you are communicating to that person. You better understand. It's not about changing who you are at the core. You are who you are. But it's also recognizing what that other person needs and delivering it to them by changing way that you're communicating that's all it is and you know what salespeople you know we talk a lot about salespeople but listen we're all in the business of sales i don't care if you're an author a speaker Mm -hmm. a salesperson a ceo we're all selling ourselves yes i think you bring up something really important though and it's a nuance that i think we we really need to be aware of when we're talking about authenticity 
And that is, you know, authenticity is a huge buzzword. It's, it's an important buzzword. I mean, it's critical. I think when in the context of sales and we talk about authenticity, um, you know, we're leaning and we lean really heavy to saying the relational dynamic and not everybody wants the same level of relationship, if you will. And that's why I think it's important to understand that authenticity is both relational and value, like authentic relationship, authentic value. And there are, are many situations where, yes, we're going to lean into the relationship. And, but there are other situations where we're going to lean into the authentic value side of that. And I think having both of those in your toolkit, repertoire, you know, mindset is, is really, really critical. And, and I just want to bring that up because I think we say authenticity, Larry, we talk about it so much and everyone, I think the, 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 the thing that a lot of people hear is what's well, just not everyone wants to be that, that much your friend in the business world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Am, I, yeah. am I saying heresy here, Larry, or, or what do you think? No, I, I mean, I, I would agree. And, and that's why there's so many different ways that you can peel this whole authenticity layers back. Right. Is it, that's where we just go back. It's the sincerity you bring along with the substance that you bring. And it's how we combine all these. Because you're right. Not everyone is going to be your friend. Mm-hmm. All, I ask is, all I ask is just respect. You know, let's just have that layer of respect. Mm-hmm. for each other right i mean and this is and this is something that salespeople really have to start swallowing is the whole likability thing right now we can take this off on a whole tangent but it's just that you know you don't have to like somebody in order to do business with them you just have to respect them and believe that they're credible in order that they can help you out absolutely absolutely well and i think too we haven't talked about passion And I think, you know what, if you want to be authentic, your passion for what you do will genuinely shine and you don't have to be, you know, try to think about what that looks like because you're just passionate. It's there. Oh, that's so good. I've been going through my, my, uh, self-learning this week has been, um, mission statements made simple by Donald Miller. I'm a huge Donald Miller junkie. And, um, it's been so good. In fact, I recommend anyone check that out because he's just been challenging me to, to go, okay, what, what are you really passionate about? What are the, what are the problems in the world that, you know, just you want to solve, you want to be in the middle of, or, you know, as I asked you earlier, what's lighting your fire right now? What's, you know, what are you passionate about? And I think as sales professionals, it is really, really critical that we understand that. Um, and Larry, I'll make a shameless plug for your self-reflection journal, uh, because I, I think, uh, that journey of discovery is really helpful in knowing what you're passionate about, knowing your authentic self As I was talking about earlier. You know, I think my early days of the sales career, um, I lost myself inside the sales profession. Um, thankfully due to the university of hard knocks and also, my friendship with Larry, you know, I've learned how to bring my real self to the table in the business world. Um, but that self-reflection is so helpful. By the way, you can get it at songfromtheheart.net slash journal. Um, but uh, usually you have to read the book to find that link. But I'm just going to throw it out there to our podcast <laughs> listeners. It's been amazingly helpful to me. I want to layer something on it because th- this is something, again, that I, I learned the hard way. 
and, and this is what, and, and I'm not a doctor, right? I don't have a degree in psychology or human behavior. I mean, mine's from the hard knocks and on the streets and all that selling. But what's really interesting that I want people to think about is you're going to bring your genuine best version of yourself, hopefully to your loved ones, right? Your family members, your significant others that you really don't think about it because I sure hope you do because otherwise you're going to get exposed for it and we know what happens there. Bad things happen. And that's where I said business has become personal now because what I'd like to challenge everybody to think about is the same way that you bring your genuine, real deal, open, honest, loving self to the people close to you. Why can't you do that to your customers? And why can't you do that to your prospects? And why can't you bring that to your profession? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I want people to think about. Well, you know, and there's so many CEOs out there that are running companies that are leaders that their people's vi- the vision that they have and what's their passion and where they the impact that they want to create, they're below them doesn't know what that is because they're so busy trying to create the white picket fence in the world rather than being authentic and actually sitting down and having genuine relationships with the people below them to help them move them forward that if they were authentic and if they actually opened up the gates to show who they truly genuinely were people would buy into the vision people would buy into the impact that they're trying to create Mm, that's so good what a fun conversation. I can't believe we're, uh, I wish we could keep rolling here. Uh, but I'll ask you this, Lisa, because we are bumping up against our, our time. If you could say, Already? Wow. Yeah, it's just <laughs> flown by. It's amazing. We'll have to have you back on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's always fun. And once again, it's good to have a fellow Canadian here so we can gang up on Larry. <laughs> uh, but let me, let, let's wrap with this. If you could say, so we have this great audience of sales professionals that really do want to be authentic. If you could say one thing to this group around the world, what would you say? You know what? It's one thing to make a connection with somebody. In other words, connect with them. Mm -hmm. Following up with somebody consistently actually will drive you to be able to make a connection and to build a profitable business relationship with them long-term. If you don't follow up, you will not make a connection and you will not have the opportunity to present your authentic self. Ah, that's so beautiful. Well, Larry, what a great conversation, man. I, I love this stuff. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, no, I don't know, Larry, do, you know, do you know who Patricia Fripp is? The name sounds really familiar. I think, you know what? I've quoted some of her stuff in articles that I've written. So uh, you said stuff, and, and I, and I want to end the show with the great Patricia Fripp saying, specificity brings credibility, and she's British. And she would knock you on the shoulder and say, there's no such thing as stuff. There's <laughs> all other kinds of things. There's tasks, there's procedures, there's tips, there's techniques, there's, there's all kinds, but there's never stuff. Stuff is just, what is stuff? Well, okay, so now you're calling, okay, okay, Lisa, call me out on the carpet on this one after ending the thing. It's, it's, it's so funny because maybe it's the whole sales mentality of me, right? Because if you look at a group of salespeople, you know, what'd you do today? I was just out doing stuff, right? Yeah, like, stuff. Oh, I think all the stuff. listeners out there, okay, so all the listeners, as we end this, I know you all know what stuff means. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. And by the way, to your point, Lisa, about consistent follow-up, we have an announcement coming up uh, in a future episode that's going to be really exciting. 
that's really going to help people with that. Cause I, that is something I struggle with. And, uh, I well, found a way that I'm looking forward awesome. to. It. Well, you know what, Larry, I'm coming out with a, uh, a book, Larry and Daryl. Um, oh, yeah. I am. I'm co-authoring with uh, Jim Cathcart. Nice. Uh, the Acorn Principal. He's got one of the top TEDx uh, shows or, or videos right now on how to believe in yourself. Fantastic. Um, one of the uh, chapters that we're currently writing about is consistent follow-up. Oh, that's so good. Dear, dear wait. to my heart. That's going to be so fun. Well, Lisa, it is a uh, pleasure to meet a kindred spirit. Thank you so much for sharing time with us today, all that you are and all that you're doing. We just really appreciate it on behalf of the entire Selling from the Heart community. Thank you. And uh, to everyone listening in, thanks for joining us again this week. Thank you for those of you who are putting reviews out on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you listen to Selling from the Heart on. Those reviews help uh, spread the word. And we really genuine, genuinely appreciate that. So till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, add real value, network authentically, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.